0: Everyone. Wow, that sounded like that really, was like um, fairly yeah. like godmother ish. Okay. <laughs> like I like took a deep breath and I was ready for it. <laughs> whatever. Hey guys, welcome back to The Future Is Bright question mark, the podcast. No, god
1: dang it. Didn't you were so good that. for like two weeks and then you just fucked it all up. <laughs> because
0: we haven't recorded in a little while, so So you fr- you have it. it up. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever. Same thing. Fine, whatever. Welcome back. <laughs> Point is (laughs) hi. I'm Lindsay by the way. I'm Bridget. Yes. Um and today we have our very first two parter. I am Mm. so excited. Bridget's not because she's the one that's doing most of the talking (laughs) and I'm doing the ones that are sitting here doing nothing. So I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> she guesses it, their new nothing. <laughs> and just react, which is my favorite part, but yeah. it's,
1: you know. This is a long one. I've literally been researching this for three days. Yeah. Not that I needed to, because I no, know you, just about everything. everything there is to know about right. this human being. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I literally finished the notes about an hour and yeah, a half ago. Yeah, when we were
0: sitting waiting for, for food to come, it, that's when this got finished, but it's... You know, we gotta get all of it out there. Yeah, it's fine.
1: Yeah, um, I'm excited.
0: If anybody hears, like, yeah, jingling, what? I have a
1: margarita because yeah, well, I need it.
0: We got margaritas for this one. Yeah. Because it's... Actually, Bridget made us margaritas for this one. I'm basically Homemade. a bartender. Right. Homemade yeah. margaritas. Yeah,
1: I mean... I mean, it was just mixing tequila, but... Right,
0: but it's fine. Whatever, it's the same thing. It works the same. Yeah. Um, do so we have anything... Uh... Sh- 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 no. Yes. Oh, we do want to... Th- okay, so if you guys know, we have some new improvements... To our podcast, which this has been on the past like three episodes, three, but, but we were ahead, so we didn't yeah, record and address until right it. Now. But we got some cool new um, intro music, which is super sick. Shout out to my cousin Jeremy, who will absolutely never listen to this, but you know, whatever. But it's fine. Shout out to him; he made a re- really cool beat in like twenty minutes. Literally, <laughs> we, like, we texted him. we were like, "Hey, can you help us?" And he was like, what you want? When you want it? And, like, <laughs> it was done. It was crazy. So. <laughs>
1: I was, like, thoroughly yeah, yeah. impressed.
0: <laughs> it's sick, too. We really love it, so we hope yeah. you guys love it. Let us know if you like it. If you yeah. don't, don't let me know, because, no, yeah. you know, that's let my Jeremy cousin. That. Yeah, you know, Not hit him me. up.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't make it.
0: Right, you know, it's fine. I just
1: like the typing aspect. <laughs> yeah, I like the
0: typing and the little whisper at the end yeah. that really.
1: <laughs> really threw it yeah. home for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're so weird, but it's fine. I am so excited. We're also not going to bullshit too much, so I no. don't want to curse, but we're not going to bullshit too much because Did I you know. Did you just say
1: don't want to curse? Yeah, I do.
0: My dad tells me I do it a lot.
1: That you don't want to curse no, or that, that you I curse? No, do curse a lot. Yeah, same. If
0: my dad ever listened to this, he
1: still doesn't know I have this. If he <laughs> ever... <laughs> At nine episodes in. Oh my god, our tenth episode is going to be the second part of this. Ooh, how exciting. <sighs> Love that for us. Yeah. Oh no, wait, I'm just kidding. What? This'll be our tenth episode. Okay. And next week will be eleven. Oh, okay. I think. Okay. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a cool one. The start on the tenth episode. Have yeah. fun. Oh my god. Yeah. Happy episode ten. Yeah. I can't believe we made Did it. Didn't think world. we were gonna
1: be here this <laughs> yes, long.
0: <laughs> Thought we would give up by now. But <laughs> it's
1: fine. We're fine. It's fine. We got a lot of people who like it, so that's yeah. why we're doing Um Speaking yeah. so of people liking it. Please go follow us on Instagram. Yeah, we got ton of shit on there. We're updating cases on our right. Instagram. We are, which like we didn't update here. So no. if you want an update to a recent um, case on the uh, Joel, yes, Joel guy, guy case, yeah, that's on our Instagram. Yeah. Go look at it. I'm not saying yeah, it no, we're not going to spoil myself. it
0: here, but it's on the Instagram. Yeah, super cool. And leave us. A review. a review we've got we have like six yeah. which is kind of cool we have a couple
1: which is pretty cool yeah. and i want more i want to yeah. know good i want to know bad i want to know everything. everything plus it helps us out and gets it right. out there more cuz it moves it like up in iTunes right. and i right i want like to that. like be out there more i
0: want yeah. more people to find us i
1: want more people i want more people to talk to you about right. cases cuz like shit. yeah that's like what I'm here for—is yeah. to just be like, oh, you like
0: murders too? Yeah. <laughs> come over here. I want more people to come on and like hit yeah. us up. And be like, hey, I got this crazy story. Exactly. Tell like it, I like, want like weird things. So like, right. Spread the word, y'all. Yeah, and oh. hit us up if you want to do a like, case. Yeah. You know, we can like even do Zoom cases. For, oh my like, god, that would be so fun. Yeah. Like cases if people like like want in other to, like, countries, share. like Australia. <clears throat> I don't know why I just Brazil. love Australia. Ooh. We have food from If you videos. got a crazy, crazy case, let me know. Yeah. We'll set up a little Zoom link. Oh my god, cute. Have fun, yeah. That would
1: be so fun. Yeah. I like that idea. That's a good idea. Yeah.
0: Just coming up with great ideas over Yeah, here. I don't know why at 8 o'clock at night on a Sunday. That's fine. Sunday, getting ready for work, you know? Get that brain be... moving. Okay, all right, anyway, all right, okay. Back to We're serial killers because that was gross. I hate all right, that. so I've done my talking for the day. I will, you will
1: just hear me reacting. Yeah, you're gonna hear me talk a lot. So yeah. if you hate my voice, I'm I apologize. That was better than mine, so don't worry. I'm, I'm so sorry because it's all it's a lot. <laughs> I have about um 18 pages of notes, and this person is okay. To preface this by saying, I don't mean favorite as in like I adore this person. But he is my favorite serial killer, and it's Ted Bundy. Yeah, I was just gonna say, it's just because
0: it's Zach Efron. <laughs> it's just Zac
1: Efron. <laughs> no, Ted Bundy is my favorite serial killer, um, I have a degree in psychology, and right. he is very, 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 very psychologically interesting. Oh, yeah? Yes, because no. he's a serial killer, and well, he true. also, oh, well, I'll get into it, but yeah. he also has a degree in psychology. Does he? Yes. Oh, shit. So, it's very interesting the way that, like he acts and, like, he kills people, doesn't <laughs> act. And, like, right. I don't, like, honestly, I don't even think, like, him killing people and, like, doing what he did is the interesting part. It's how he acts about, about. the fact that he killed people. Yeah. It's so strange. Yeah. But I just want to say before I even start that most mm-hmm. of this information is coming from the Confessions of a Killer. Right. On Netflix, the Ted Bundy tapes. Um, super good. I've watched them, like, I watched them the second they came out. Right. But I watched them again, and, like, there's... So much information yeah. in those. If you anybody gets a chance to go watch them, like I oh, highly recommend watch it. Because yeah. even if you don't incredible. like true
0: crime, Zach Efron, come on.
1: No, that's a different one. Oh shoot! That the Zach Efron one is the movie, and it was that was extremely wicked, shockingly evil. That was the movie. wow. Well, I'm talking about this the whole time, and I haven't <laughs> even seen it. The Ted Bundy tapes are these two Sorry, guys in point the point. '80s, right before Ted Bundy, like got Sentenced, I mean, spoiler alert, got sentenced to death. Yeah, they went and like they interviewed him, and they what? basically like and they have like the tapes from it. Like, in the show, you hear Ted Bundy <laughs> talking, which I'm gonna play several clips. Oh, yeah, from yeah, now. yeah, I'm excited! So, like, you'll get to hear and see him because I'm gonna show you. Ooh, but, dang. um, they get him to talk about his murders in the sense that, like, he didn't do it, right? But he talks in the third person. About the murders, as if he didn't do it, but he knows how the person that did it would act. So he'll be like, the individual would have done this, that, and third. The individual probably thought, like, X, Y, and Z. So he talks about it and indirectly admits to- I'm not
0: sure why I've never watched it. You should really watch it. It's like four
1: episodes on Netflix, and they're like an hour long. Oh. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it tomorrow while I'm working. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's literally what just I did. i cut that out. <laughs> yeah. Literally the last three days, the last three hours yeah. of my shift has been this. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but you didn't hear that from me. No. Uh-uh. It wasn't me. Okay, yeah. anyway. Uh, so I'm gonna start now. Yes, let's jump in. Um, okay. So I'm gonna go through, like, everybody knows who Ted... Most people know who Ted Bundy is. If you don't and you're listening to this i go listen to somebody else first because yep. I'm not going to do it justice, <laughs> but wow. I'm going to go from, like, childhood to high school to college and mm-hmm. then a timeline of, like, when things started going mm-hmm. wrong. So, like, it's not necessarily in the order of Ted's life, right. but it's in the order of, like, important What happened, like, Yeah. So, oh god, I'm going to talk so much. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just, like, looking at this. Alright. So, Ted Bundy... Was born Theodore Robert Cowell on November 24th in 1946 in Berlin, or Burlington, Vermont. Burlington, Wait, Vermont. his last name isn't Bundy? It wasn't, at first. Oh, I'll get into oh, it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Hold on. Uh, his mother, Eleanor Louise Cowell, had him at a very young age, I believe she was like 16, mm-hmm. um, and considered putting him up for adoption for a while. Nice. Um so Ted's dad is unknown. Oh. So he Ted, right. Ted just has her last name. Yeah. Um she said or claimed that it was like some sailor guy that was the father and that's there's no like truth to right. that. Uh her parents were like her parents but mostly her father was like no you're like you're not putting this kid up for adoption. That's not right. happening. Um and Ted went most of his childhood thinking that his grandparents were his parents Oof. and that his mom was his sister. Oh, that's Oh god, that's yeah.
0: confusing.
1: So, his like his sister in quotes was the one that cared for him the most cuz it was his mom, oh, yeah. but he thought that that was just his sister. Wow. So, there are rumors that Sam, so Ted's grandfather, but mm-hmm. Louise's dad mm-hmm. was really Ted's dad. Like actually. So incest. Yeah. Which is oh. why Louise didn't want to say who the father was. Right. Which also, not a fact, but another, but like, like uh, could be type yeah. situation. Hmm. So, his grandfather was known to be abusive and violent. He would hit dogs, and one time... Okay, you're not gonna like this. So, oh. the grandfather would hit dogs, and he took a t- cat by its tail and, like, threw it.
0: Oh! <laughs> why? What a horrible individual. Yeah.
1: So, he wasn't a great guy. Wow. Um, he was also, like, super into, like, porn. Mm, like, nice. he had, like, bookshelves full of it and, oh, like, that's crazy. cases full of it and stuff like that, which yeah. is just really weird. Yeah. And Ted, it's, like, believed that Ted probably was most likely, like, physically and mentally abused by him. Of course. But yeah. Ted swears on his life that they had a good relationship. Hmm. Like, swears by it.
0: That's weird.
1: So, Ted had mommy issues and stepdaddy issues. Okay. So, he resented his mother to a degree because he was illegitimate.
0: Okay.
1: Um, although she did try and, like, combat this, like... What? Fear, I guess. Um, when Louise and Ted left her parents' house, she changed Ted's last name to Nelson... So that people would think that she, he came from somebody else.
0: Oh, so just picked a random last Basically. name. Basically.
1: Like, instead of, okay. like, people thinking that he was illegitimate right. because it had her last name. Yeah. Put some random fucking last name okay. on it. Interesting. So, there are a couple different, like, versions of how Ted found out that he didn't have a dad or the mm-hmm. father was unknown. Um, one is that his cousin was, like, teasing him about it one day for being illegitimate. And when Ted like confronted him, is like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He like went and sh- like showed him his birth certificate, and it said like "Father unknown," which like where the cousin got the birth yeah, certificate how from? The fuck? I don't know. But then the other one, which is the one that like I think makes more that more sense,
0: yeah,
1: is that. He found his own birth certificate and, like, a chest when he was, like, 14. Right. Which makes more sense to me. Yeah. That, like... Oh, yeah. He's the one that found yeah, it, because, like, why, why would his cousin, would find, his cousin it? find it? Yeah. But that is one that I saw, so, like, I wanted to. Yeah. It. Um, so, when they moved to Washington, Lu- Louise met um, a man named John Bundy.
0: Oh, okay. Duh. And
1: they got married. Right. In 1951. Yeah. So, uh... Ted was super jealous of her marriage, and she clearly was like now splitting his her attention right. from just him to yeah. like from just Ted to him. Um, so he would like throw tantrums and like be just like a bratty kid because he was having mommy issues. Yeah. Oh no. So Johnny tried to like include Ted in the family mm-hmm. and adopt him, which is where he gets uh, his last name from. Um, they had a very tense relationship apparently. Bundy was very like materialistic and wanted like expensive clothes and like all the latest like stuff. Mm-hmm. And like his stepfather just like couldn't afford it because it was the fifties and like yeah. who had money. And it said that Ted would just like fantasize about being adopted by rich people who could just give him everything that he wanted. Okay, that's Which, like, weird. I mean, same. Yes. Yeah but like no at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? Um they argued a lot and Bundy would provoke his stepfather and he would sometimes like lash out at him. Like both of them mm-hmm. would lash out at each other. Mm-hmm. Um so in school, Ted was teased for having a severe sp- speech impediment. Oh. Uh he was a quiet kid and like pretty much a loner. He wasn't terrible in school. He had like pretty like okay grades. Mhm. Um He was definitely an outcast in school, but he acted like he wasn't. Like, in later years. Hmm. So, Sandy Holt, who is a neighbor of Ted's, Mm -hmm. um, who was, like, kind of friends with him. Okay. Um, said that while the boys... Like, while he was, like, in Boy Scouts, Mm -hmm. he couldn't tie, like, the same knots that everybody else could, he couldn't shoot a gun like everybody Mm -hmm. else, he wasn't athletic, he didn't play sports, he couldn't win this, he couldn't win that. Um, he wasn't, like, all that he said he, like, was later. Because, like, in in the Bundy tapes, he boasts about himself being, like awesome dude, and really, he... Who, in his head, that's what he is. And he really, he just wasn't. Right. He really didn't have, like, that many friends in the neighborhood, like, they had, like, a group of kids that would hang out in the neighborhood, and, like, Mm -hmm. he would be there, but, like, everybody knew that it was, like, oh, that's that's Ted. Yeah. Yeah. Sandy Holt said, he just didn't seem to be all there, all present. There was just a gap in him.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so on the show, Conversations with a Killer... It was said that Bundy liked to scare people. Hmm. So, this is Sandy Holt also said that he would dig holes, put stakes in them, and then cover them up with, like, leaves and stuff. So, like, making, like, tiger traps, basically. Nice. And it said that one girl fell in and, like, hurt her leg one time. Oh, God. So, like... Jesus. kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, He was also known to tell graphic stories which involved murder and rape. He says that he later, like, later on, like, completely blames all of that, um and, like, a lot of the stuff that he did from being exposed to porn from a young age, which, like... Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, like that's sure, let's blame yeah. that. Um, he was an avid skier, which is a weird thing right, to be well. avid in, but yeah. sure. Uh, he would steal s- steal ski equipment and, like, forge tickets to, like, get on the lifts and stuff. Like I said before, all of that being said, Bundy did have a very idealized view of his childhood. Mm-hmm. So, in the Ted Bundy tapes, um, he talks about his childhood as if nothing was wrong. And here's a couple things that he said. Uh, he boasted about his abilities to catch frogs as a kid, saying, I was somewhat of a champion frog catcher.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, he said that in high school he ran for president, he would play football with his friends and go skiing, and he said, I was just one of the boys. Which is the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, Me too. <laughs> uh, he acted as if he didn't go out and go to dances and drink because he wanted to. So he was like, yeah, I just, you know, didn't, didn't like want it. To. Meanwhile, really, this was like, just, he wasn't no invited. No. Right. Yeah. There's one part of the interview where Steven, who's like the main, like, guy that interviewed yeah. him, uh, was asking Bundy how usually a killer will have problems in their childhood that can lead up to them being a murderer Mm. and ted's response is like horrifying to me and i don't like it and it made me uncomfortable so i'm gonna read it great so he says ted says that's bullshit there's nothing in my background which would lead anyone to believe that i was capable of committing murder steven then asks, absolutely nothing and he goes absolutely nothing and it's just like, like. What? Like, did you not? Like, were you not present? But, yeah. For your it feels like childhood? he, like,
0: completely shut
1: out. It's just like. Like, his childhood. This like, it such like, happened. Yeah, like an idealized, That's weird. like. Just situa- Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It just weird. weirds me out. That was, like, his, like, childhood to, like, high school. Mm-hmm. Um, And, like, I don't know if him saying all of those things. Like later on right. was just like a complete disconnect from I feel reality. Like, yeah. Or if he like made it up and was like trying to play the innocent card. Hmm. So like I couldn't but tell. I feel like in just like what you said, he was basically
0: admitting the fact that he was a murderer, mm-hmm. but that his childhood didn't like, like wouldn't affect point it. To it. Yeah. So it kind of feels like you know like when you have I don't know if this is actually a thing, but like kids who suffer so much trauma. They kind of just, like, shut it they out. Black, out block they black it f- out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They black out, and they don't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, could be what happened.
1: It could be. Yeah. I don't know. You'll also Weird. see later that, like, his parents say that he was, like, a good kid and stuff like that, too. Really? Yeah. So, like, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's just a co- total, like, just... You don't know. ...disconnect right. from, like, what actually Reality. happened. Yeah. So, moving on to when... He graduated from high school. Mm -hmm. So, he went on to college. And, like, like I said before, he had, like, okay grades. Like, he wasn't, like, number one student, but, like, he wasn't too bad either. Um, he first attended, uh, the University of Paget Sound and majored in Chinese. Wow. (laughs) Which is, like, a weird thing to major in. Very random. But, uh, he didn't pursue that for very long. He got a girlfriend and dropped out of college. Nice. Uh, he worked, like, a bunch of, like, random-ass jobs, mm-hmm. like, just, you know, jobs you get wedding. out of college. Right. And he volunteered at the Seattle office of Nelson Rockefeller's presidential campaign. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he attended the Republican National Convention of ni- in 1986 at, like, a Rockefeller... A, Rockefeller. Am I okay? <laughs> As a Rockefeller delegate. Wow, delegate, not for him. delegate, yeah, delegate. Yeah, that's the delegate word, right? The right word. Delegate. Yeah. Phew. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, his him and his girlfriend like dated for a little while, whatever. And then they broke up. She broke up with him mm-hmm. because of uh immaturity and lack of ambition. Wow, nice. I like that. So, so in like 1970, like one, Bundy enrolled in the University of Washington as a psychology student. And he did great in school. Hmm. Like, really well. Interesting. He was an honor student, and he was highly regarded by his professors. Um, in 1971, he volunteered at the Seattle Suicide Hotline, like the Crisis Center. Uh-huh. And he was also extremely good at talking people down from suicide. Really, Which is horrifying.
0: Yeah. I was just thinking in my head, like, I would not be able to do that, because I would just break down crying. Like-
1: well, that... And the fact that he later goes on to kill people, but he was saving people first. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So it's here where he met Anne Rule, which was a former police officer, and she soon became a crime writer. Hmm. She was super good friends with Bundy, and described him as kind and empathetic.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: Yep. She later went on to write The Stranger Beside Me. And it's, like, the biggest biography of Ted Bundy. If you haven't read it, read it. It's a good I haven't, book.
0: but I want to.
1: Um, because it's literally from, like, her point of view. Like, she yeah. was friends with him hmm. for a long time, so. Yeah. Uh, so, Ted graduated from the University of Washington in 1972 with a B.A. in psychology. Okay. Twins.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> just a couple of years apart. Yeah. Just a few. <laughs> uh, he got involved in politics again after he graduated, and he eventually got into law school in 1973. He didn't have, like, good uh, LSAT score, mm-hmm. scores, but he was only accepted because of the phenomenal recommendations he got from his psychology That's professors. That's creepy. He's a weird man. Yeah. So, like, from my point of view, the only reason why Ted has a personality at all is because he literally learned right. it. He yeah. learned how to have a personality. Yeah. Like, it's plain and simple. Like, he took all these psychology classes, got a degree in psychology, and learned how people acted, or were supposed to act. weird. Yeah. So, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, in 1973, uh, Ted got a job for a short time at the Seattle Crime Committee. Hmm. So, he was literally working with the police department in Seattle. Nice. Good for him. So, that means that he knew how the police department worked. Mm Mm-hmm. And what they did. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't stupid. No, of course like, not. He got right. a degree in psychology and he started working for the police department. He knew exactly what he was doing. Uh huh. Like he knew what he was doing and mm-hmm. he knew how to get away with things that he wanted to get away with yeah. because he knew how disorganized the police system mm-hmm. was. Remember that this is the 70s. Right. So, A, like, crime records weren't really a thing. No. B, police departments didn't interact with each other. Right, yeah, no. Because you'd have to, like, send a fucking letter via pigeon <laughs> to the next- Oh my god! <laughs> to the next fucking crime stopper station, and, <laughs> and that would so be it. That's so there's no way! <laughs> you literally, you'd have to- you'd have to send a letter uh, by mail. Yeah. To- but, like-
0: This is gonna sound like a very stupid question, but when were telephones invented?
1: They had phones.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, That's what I thought. They had it. phones,
1: but, like... It still would have taken longer. Yeah, me. I would assume that, like, yeah, they had phones, but, like, the numbers that they had were gonna be for the surrounding okay. areas. Like, in Seattle, they weren't gonna right. have stuff no, for, really. like, You're right. Colorado. Right,
0: they don't have the Yellow Pages at that
1: point. Right. <laughs> I don't think so, anyway. No. <laughs> Unless they did. If anybody I knows know. when the Yellow Pages were invented, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So, during law school, he did this weird, sketchy thing that I just wanted to mention. It's not, like, really important, but, like, it's kind of weird. Worth the mention. So, he got back together with that girl that I mentioned before. Yeah. And she was like, oh my god, you're great now. You have a degree. You're in law school. You're doing well. You're a political figure. I love you.
0: Oh, god.
1: So... He was with another girl at that time. At the same time? At the same time. neither one knew about the other one, obviously. Um. uh, Yeah, so neither one knew about the other one. Um. But in 1974, the, like, first girl that he dated, he just, like, completely, like, stopped talking to her after, like, saying that they were gonna get married. Hmm. Just stopped talking to her. Okay. Ghosted her. Nice. And she was, like, trying to contact him and contact him and contact him, and about, like, a month later, she finally got into contact with him, mm-hmm. and she was like, what the fuck? Like, why didn't yeah. she, st- like, why is she not talking to me? And he, quote, says, Stephanie, I have no idea what you mean, and hung up the phone, and they never spoke again. Although Also, what? I don't actually think her name was Stephanie. Because he's, like, he refers to her as Stephanie in, like, all his, like, stuff. Like yeah. I don't think that's her real name because it's never like said that that's like said
0: yeah. yeah that's weird
1: yeah and then like just like never spoke to her again never anything with her which I mean in reality this girl probably got away like with literally her life right. but uh, and then later in an in in in, in an interview mm-hmm. later in an interview he said I just wanted to prove to myself that I could have married her if I wanted to what <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, so, you know, that's a thing. Huh. Uh So, at this point, Bundy's in law school.
0: Yeah.
1: And that year, in 1974, the same time around when he stopped talking to this chick, uh, he just, like, started not showing up to school, and eventually he stopped going completely.
0: Oh, nice.
1: And this is when we start our timeline. Ooh. So, it's How gonna exciting. get confusing a little bit. Okay. In February, so 1974, February, mm-hmm. Linda Ann Healy, who was 21 and a student at the University of Washington, didn't show up for her job at a local, uh, like, radio station. Okay. One day. Um. One of her roommates said that her alarm hadn't gone off, but, like, she didn't turn it off and, like, she never, like, got up or anything yeah. like that. Like, the alarm just went off. Uh, so, Linda was not the type to just not show up to her job because sh- people relied on her for the job that she did at the radio station. Right. So, she would tell the weather and she would tell the ski information for that uh, day. yeah. So, like, it's not just, like, something that you just yeah. don't show up for. Especially without, not, right. like, telling somebody. So, the following day, she didn't show up for work again and that's when people were like, okay, something's wrong. Right. So, she was very responsible, and, like, this was not normal, so people started looking for her, obviously, and once the news got out that she was missing and had not shown up, a newspaper printed that she was, like, officially missing, and that's when police got involved, um, because it's not every day a 21-year-old student goes missing. Yeah. Um, they did a search of the suspected crime scene, which would have been her bedroom and apartment. Um, Pat Murphy, who was a lieutenant at the Seattle Police Department, determined at the time that her room was very neat and there was no signs of foul play except for some blood on the pillow and like head area of her mm-hmm. sheets on her bed. Oh wow. And he said that this was super strange because they had to move stuff to find the blood. So the bed was made. Hmm. So they had to like move the right. pillows move to find it. Hmm. So the police had nothing. Because DNA wasn't a thing right I mean it was, but it wasn't. So like they couldn't take like blood samples right. or anything because the fuck do they know. So they had no idea what happened, no idea where she was, no idea if she just walked out of her apartment and was taken or no idea if she just like fled to Mexico. Mm-hmm. All they had like all they did was just sit at a phone and like wait for people to call and see if they had anything. like that's wow. that's it. So then in June of 1974, Georgia- George Ann Hawkins was visiting a sorority house in Seattle, Mm -hmm. like, right next to the University of Washington. Um, she had left the house around midnight and was never seen again after that. Oh. So. Nice. (laughs) One of her friends did an interview and said that it was not like her to just go off on her own, that she would have always told her friends, like, if she was planning to go out or if she was planning to do anything afterwards. Right. Um... At this point, everyone in and around the University of Washington was starting to get worried and, like, freaked out, because obviously, like, people are just going missing for no reason, and they can't find them, so what's happening? Um, Pat Murphy obviously connected the two disappearances at the time. Mm -hmm. I said that they were very similar- the two girls were very similar in looks and age, and there was very little evidence of anything having to do with them disappearing, so like huh. they had not. They like
0: automatically they're like no. yeah.
1: So uh, at the time they were just missing persons cases, right? Obviously, because there was no evidence of anything else. So everybody was freaking out around the area, but like there was nothing in like the surrounding areas. Right. It was just like in that one spot that people that these two girls were missing. But that changed when they discovered that four other women have four. been missing four ha- other women have been missing in cities like just outside of seattle so like That's around creepy. seattle yeah so those four girls were donna manson susan rancourt roberta parks and brenda ball so those were wow. the four girls that were missing wow yes and now people were starting to get really fucking scared because it wasn't just two college girls from seattle who could always walk right. away with their boyfriends it was six people hmm Which is way worse.
0: In the matter of, like, a couple months, Literally, right?
1: This is, like, just a side note of, like, just about the period in terms of crime. Yeah. The term serial killer wasn't a thing yet. Right. So, they didn't really know what was happening, because there was no definition for what mm-hmm. was happening. It's because the term wasn't coined until, like, the, like, late 70s, early wow. 80s. So, remember when I said that Ted had that one girlfriend that he... Like ditched yeah. and then another girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So that girlfriend is Liz Kupler. Okay. Uh, she was like completely in love with him, and he was apparently completely in love with her. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they dated during the time of these girls going missing, and everything. So just like keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a normal relationship for the most part, like, there's a whole bunch of pictures of them, like, you go see pictures of them and everything. The only thing that they, like, really disagreed on was, like, politics and, like, stuff like that, but, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, a big deal. Yeah. A love, apparently. Um, so that's just a side (laughs) note. So, jumping to July, so only, like, a month later. Okay. July 14th, 1974, Mm -hmm. at Lake Sammamish State Park in Washington. It was a really nice summer day. There was, like, thousands of people at this park because Mm -hmm. they had a whole bunch of events going on. Corona
0: didn't exist. Corona
1: didn't exist. Nobody was wearing a mask. Like, (laughs) so there were, like, thousands of people there. There was a whole shit ton of stuff going on. And two girls managed to go missing from the park. Hmm. So... That makes eight people now, missing In, from like, the months. surrounding area. So, uh, these two women going mes- missing like led to like actual leads mm-hmm. because there was a fuck ton of people around. Right. Um. So several people saw the same man approach both of those women, mm-hmm. as well as other women. Wow. Some women even even said that. Um. Like some women came forward and said like, "Oh, like a dude approached me. That approached those, like yeah. those two girls." They described the man as good-looking with a cast on his arm, and the man would ask him for help loading his boat onto his car in the parking lot that was, like, right next to the park. So that was, like, the shtick.
0: Why would you ask a woman that? I Don't know.
1: Like... Yeah. So, combining all of these accounts from, like, different people, different witnesses, Mm -hmm. this is what they were able to, like, come up with about what happened to these two girls. And they were also able to create a sketch of the man, which you can also find, which I'll show you when I'm done reading. Okay. Um, okay. So, Denise was on the beach with some friends. Okay. And, um, she went to go use the bathroom, and when she was approached by a man, he gave her the story, my arm's broken, can you come help me load this boat onto my car? And because she was a nice and helpful person, she was like, yeah, sure, I'll help you. Even though I would never in my life ever help somebody, first of all, way too much ever. I grew up on
0: Stranger Danger. Same. So I have a vivid memory in my mind of when I was a little kid. Well, mainly it's vivid memory because my sisters made fun of me for it. (laughs) But I would, like, we would be riding our bikes and I live in a court, so, like, obviously people can come in and out. Yeah. If I would see someone start to drive slow around the court or past the court, I would drop my bike and my fat ass would sprint (laughs) to the house. I don't know why I would think my running as a chubby little kid was faster than a bike. But I would do that I was so scared of somebody t- t- capturing me completely. Yeah, see,
1: me. we didn't have that because my block is so damn right. busy that we were out front all the time. Yeah, like, no, by see, ourselves.
0: like nobody would ever usually come, come, down, come in my court, yeah. so if they like came slowly, I freaked out. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, I hey, don't like stranger danger. At least
1: you would have never, um, helped Ted Bundy load his in- yeah, invisible butt. Never, never, ever, ever in his car. So. Yeah, so because she was helpful, she decided that that was going to be a good idea. Not that I'm victim-blaming, because I'm not. Right. However, maybe next time don't. Don't, yeah. Yeah, or nobody should, anyway. No. Okay. Too much so for that. The other girl that went missing was Janice, and she was also approached by the man. Uh, presumably, she got the same All spiel. Right. Um, people saw Janice go to the man's car. So Ooh. now they had a description of his car. car- yeah. Which was a light brown or ur- tan uh VW bug. Oh fucking God. Yeah, I know. Oh. I know, I'm sorry. I knew it was going to ruin it, it for you. Cuz <laughs> 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 well, he's been talking about getting a bug yeah, for Yeah, that's my like, dream months. car. And that's the most stupid dream car anyone could ever have, <laughs> but it's my dream car. <laughs> Not a same so, yeah. though, cuz those are ugly, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so sorry to ruin that for you. Yeah, that's okay. It's um fine. And as Janice was walking to the car with this dude, um, other people, like, overheard, like, the conversation that we were, they were having. Uh, so one witness, or a couple witnesses, said Janice said to the man, like, hi, I'm Jan. And the man said back, hi, I'm Ted. Nice. So, what a stupid guy. Why wouldn't he Well, it's not really clean. that stupid. So here's the sketch. Oh, God, I'm tired. You're gonna see the sketch... Compared to what, uh, Ted Bundy looked like at the time.
0: Oh. Why'd they give him a
1: unibrow in the I don't know. Yeah. That's weird. But, like, kind of looks like him. Kind of. Ted Bundy, I will show you later also, that he is the man of about a thousand fucking faces. Really? He changes one thing about his face, and, like... I was just gonna say, everything changes. Them putting a unibrow on him
0: really Mm -hmm. messed me up, because if I would look at, like, just look at anyone... But,
1: like, well, he doesn't have an unibrow, so, yep. like... He... Ted literally can... He he can cut his hair and he looks like a completely different person. Really? It's crazy. Hmm. Which is, like, not helpful. No. Absolutely not, yeah. <laughs> like, not even a little bit. Yeah. So, while it was helpful that they had, uh, maybe a name, because right. Ted could have been his Anyone. name or it could have been not his... Right. I, I could go to somebody and be like, hey, yeah. I'm Barbara right. and that's not my name. Yeah. And they had a car... Didn't really help because, let's not forget, this is the 70s, 70s. and about everybody drove a VW Bug, and again, the name Ted didn't really do much. So, there were um, tons of people who drove that car, and there was about a thousand people in the police database whose name was Ted. Yeah, I feel like that's a popular name. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, let's not forget also that they really only were... Basing everything off of what they had about people, right. so that doesn't necessarily mean that that's every TED that's in Washington. Yeah. So yeah. they really only were about like they can narrow it down to about a hundred people, maybe Which is still a
0: lot, and yeah. it was like a
1: painfully slow process yeah. to go through because they literally had to go through right. and follow up on. And every they don't have the person. same,
0: yeah.
1: No, like- it's not like they could have like it, again if this w- if this happened, you know you know, yesterday, I'm sure hairs would would have been left, they would have had, something would have been left that just, yeah, that just in the 70s they just didn't have. Although they are, like, very good once they get their shit together, but they don't get their shit together for a little while. Yeah. So, jumping to, so that was, like, July. Okay. So jumping to August. August 8th, 1974, things got a little interesting. So, the police got a call from Liz Colfer. Okay. Saying, basically, my boyfriend's being sketchy and you should probably look at him. His name is Ted Thunder. Nice! So, like, totally just flat out, like, ratted him out to the police and was like, he's being weird.
0: Which, if I thought my boyfriend was doing something sketchy enough to, like, hand it to the police. Sorry, Ronnie, I'm calling the police on you. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, like, people knew that, like, it was, like... Oh, a man named Ted, because the newspapers right. printed it. Yeah. The media is, like, a huge part of this case. Of course, yeah. And, like, this is, like, serious, like, media coverage yeah. for this. Um, like, from the very fucking very beginning. beginning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Liz flat-out told the police that Ted told her that he had followed a soror- sorority girl one night and has done that more than once. And she said that he told her that he tried not to follow her, but he couldn't stop himself. Okay. Which is a weird thing to say, yeah, but whatever. Weird. To your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, <on>. like, what? <laughs> and then, um, she also found a bag of women's underwear in his apartment, found a bowl full of house keys, and a knife under the seat of his car. Wow. Yeah, so she was just, like, really weirded out and wanted well, the police to yeah. be like, listen,
0: maybe yeah. <laughs>
1: this guy Ted, I don't know, it's but... about him, but... <laughs> Um, although she did tell the police that, she also said that, like, nothing led her to believe that that he he could have been capable of killing, or taking, or anything. Right. So, there's that, too. Um, so after the police got this information, he became a prime suspect, because Uh there was no alibi for him, either. Mm. Like, he couldn't... Put himself anywhere on right. these dates. So... Oh, wow. Yeah. So, but the interesting part is that the police had a photo of Ted, and they showed this photo to multiple people from July 14th, right. and most of them said that he's 100% not, not the guy. Why? I don't know. So they couldn't, like, arrest him? They quite yeah. They couldn't do anything because they didn't have any... Yeah. I didn't have anything. anything. I didn't have any anything. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So um so just like a little spicy side note to just remember for the next couple of people that I'm going to talk about. Odd. In September of 1974, Ted moved to Utah okay. and attended law school at the University of Utah.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and his friend actually tried to convince him to stay in Washington and go to law school in Washington, still because that's where he was going. Yeah. So he was like, "Let's stay in the same school as me, yeah. bud." And Ted was like, "No, nah, I'm going to Utah, random kind of. for like no reason." Okay. So keeping that in mind. Okay. On October in October of 1974. In Midvale, Utah, Mm -hmm. Melissa Smith went out with a friend to a restaurant, and she never returned home that night. Oh, good. And she was the daughter of a police chief in that area, so it was a big deal. So he picked the wrong girl. Yeah. About nine days after she went missing, she was found beaten and strangled to death with a nylon stocking. Oh, nice. Um, In addition to Melissa being murdered, two other girls went missing in Utah, Nancy Wilcock and Laura Amy. Nancy was never found and then Laura had been found dead in the mountain, beaten and raped. Wow. So conveniently right after Mr. Right. Bundy moves to now, Utah. People. You know, people are going missing. And how did you not realize that? Well, see, that's what I was talking about before with the police departments not communicating okay. with each other. So like news in Washington wasn't news right. in Utah because how that we didn't have T V. Like there was TV but like it wasn't like oh you logged on to like channel 5 and that's yeah. the world news. And I
0: feel like they weren't almost not really connecting him as a serial. No, kid. they probably well, they didn't weren't. Return, so, like, yeah,
1: they probably weren't connecting anything. And like who knew that he moved to Utah? Right. Besides his friends. The police should have known if he was a prime suspect though. But they couldn't keep him as a prime suspect uh, because, because they didn't have anything. Right. So they just kind of like let it go. And they were like, okay. But like yeah, like, they, like, they didn't have worldwide yeah. news or, like, nationwide news. It yeah. wasn't really a thing. Huh. Plus, like, they weren't plastering Ted Bundy's face everywhere. Right. In Washington, so they weren't gonna know who he was yeah. in, in Utah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, moving to November. I feel like something happens every fucking month in this case, and it's just insane. Well, because he gets bored. Uh, clearly. <laughs> so, on November 8th, 1974... Carol Durant, who, if you know this case, you know the name, mm-hmm. uh, was having a normal day. She was like chilling. She decided to go to the mall, and she parked her car underneath a light and like walked into the mall. Uh, she was looking like at stores and stuff when a man approached her, claiming to be a police officer, who told her someone was trying to break into her car. So she was like, "Oh shit! Like, fuck! Somebody's trying to break yeah. into my car." So they both went out to see if anything was missing. And, like, she was looking through her car, and she's like, no, nothing's missing, like, we're good. And the man was like, are you sure? And, like, she was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Um, the man, police officer guy, was like, alright, well, we got this dude in custody down at the police station. You wanna, like, come down so you can file a report. Yeah. And Carol wasn't stupid, thank God. She was like, mm, no. She was yeah. like, I'm gonna need to see ID, like, like, I need your oh, police good badge. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, unfortunately, the man did pull out a police badge and showed it to her. So she was like, "Oh, bet, okay, they're yeah. actually a police officer. I'll go with you." He, she thought he was a real cop. She went with him in his tan VW bug. Mm. I don't know who drives tan VW right. bug, but you know, whatever. Tan um, Bundy, maybe <laughs> who knows? Um, <laughs> so they started driving to the station when suddenly the man pulled over like real quick onto a curb and grabbed her arm and put one handcuff on her wrist. Nice. And then the other side was just, like, dangling. He didn't get both on the Oh, wrists. I was like, what's the
0: point of um,
1: In an interview, Carol said that the man pulled out a gun and said, I'll blow your head off. Huh. And all she thought in her head was, go ahead, just go ahead, do it, just kill me now. Okay. Me. <laughs> that Same. would totally be Same me. on a daily basis, <laughs> let alone in this situation. <laughs> Like I think I would be like,
0: yeah, it's fine. It's no fucking ended. It. Yeah,
1: I mean, what like, what else? Are you you gonna kidnapped think? me. I, like you won. Do it. Like man versus this fucking right. probably twenty-year-old girl. Yeah. Like no, no, no try. Yeah. So, um, somehow, this fucking woman. Let me tell you, this woman is my idol. Badass bitch. She yes, she's actually a badass bitch. She, um. While this guy, like, handcuffed one of her wrists. Yeah. And had a gun pointed at her face, she managed to find the door handle and jump out of the car. Nice. Then, this woman fought with the man on the ground. Like, physically fought him. He hit her over the head with a crowbar. Oh. And she still fought him. Wow. Yeah. And then she managed to, like, break loose and see a car that was driving down the street. Yeah. Ran to the car, swung open the car door, got into it, and was like, drive me to the police station. Wow. Yeah. So, like, she's so lucky that yeah. a car was driving by, but also incredible for fighting. Right. Like, especially after yeah. being hit open with, like, she, like, bar. and she got hit with it because she was bleeding down mm-hmm. her head from the crowd. Right. But, like... Shit. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. kill me now? Just do it? No, bitch. You fought for your <laughs> I, life. I like, feel like I am that woman.
0: I think I would be like, yeah, fucking kill me, and then I would fight for my life. I
1: feel like you, like... It's just instinctual to right. fight. Like oh, you, you're not 100%. gonna like yeah. I mean it well fight or flight I guess, but she did both. <laughs> right. Okay. So that was Carol. So she went to the police station and obviously like reported Right. Of her. So sticking with a timeline, I'm gonna go back to her, but this is okay. just in order the timeline. Okay. So on the same day, Deborah Kent went to a play with her high school and she had to leave early to pick up her brother. And she never made it to her car oh, what? out of the high to school. Car. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the '70s. I'm sure they had licenses of like 17. No, I'm saying like her.
0: I'm just shocked that she didn't make just
1: not to the car. Like, oh. I was expecting you to say she
0: didn't make it home. Oh no, her, but... she
1: didn't make it to her car. Huh. And this was literally, literally not four hours after the what happened with Carol. Oh, because he was pissed that he couldn't mm-hmm.
0: kill the first mm-hmm. woman.
1: When the police go to investigate Deborah's abduction, they find a handcuff key, which matched the handcuffs at Ron Oh, Peril. so he's an idiot. So, obviously, this was terrible right. that this girl went missing. Yeah. But, it kind of led to, like, a break in this case. Yeah. Because it connected the two. Of course, yeah. Um, not that it led to much, but it led to something. Something, yeah. Yeah. So... So now we're thank God in a new year because mm-hmm. I'm tired of saying right. 1975 uh, four. <laughs> so on in on March 5th of 1975, okay, um, this is when like the Washington, so we're going back to Washington mm-hmm. Police Department was just like out of leads okay. for the eight missing girls. Like they legitimately had fucking nothing, yeah. Until they got a call that a group of students had found a skull. Oh, good. So this turned out to be the skull of Brenda Ball, which was one of the missing mm. girls. Yeah. Uh, they had found the remains of three other women about a hundred feet apart from each other. Wow. And they found the remains of Linda Ann Healy, mm-hmm. Suzanne Brancourt, and Roberta Parks. So that's wow. the f- the the four girls. Yeah. Um, and then, just a couple miles away from where their remains were found, they were found in, like, mountains. I don't remember the mountain, like, park area. It's kind of weird that he knew exactly where he did it each time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: A couple miles away from where their remains were found, they found two more sets of remains, which was Janice and Denise. Wow. So that's all six girls that were missing in Washington. Yeah. Wow. So, that was fun. Uh, so... At this point, the police were pretty positive that all the girls were killed by the same person because they were Obviously. in the same location. Yeah. Um, this point, they started to referring him as a serial killer. Oh, good. So, this is one of the first cases where the term serial killer was used right. widely. Wow. However, this was really not much help because all they did was find bones, which, right. again, DNA, not a thing. Yeah. What do you do with bones? Nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. Literally nothing. Yeah. So, that wasn't helpful. Wow. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. Right. At the same time. (gasps) So, this guy, Ward Lucad, I think, Uh, he was a news reporter at the time. Okay. And he worked for the news station in Seattle. Okay. And he got a job in Denver, Colorado.
0: Okay.
1: Um... He after getting this job realized, um, oh, people are going missing here too. Like in Seattle. Yeah. But now we're in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So on January twelfth, nineteen seventy five, in Aspen, Colorado, Carol Campbell was uh on vacation with her fiance and kids. Uh they'd gotten back to the hotel that they were staying at from dinner one night and they were just like hanging out in the lobby. Right. And Karen went to go up to her room to get a, like, a book or a magazine or something, um, and she never came back down. Wow, that's, like, fast timing. Yeah. Uh, her body was found 36 days later, about three miles away, um, her- from her, like, body and everything. They were d- able to determine that she was killed about two hours after they came- like, dinner that night. Wow. So, like- Like, yeah. ASAP. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then there was uh two more girls that went missing in Denver, Color in in Colorado. Uh Julie Cunningham and Denise Olverstein both okay. went missing with no with nothing. No evidence, nothing. Oh. Uh so you think that somebody would be like, Oh fuck, this is happening in now Utah, what? Colorado, and Washington. Maybe it's the same dude. Yeah. But, like I said before, police departments don't share information across state lines. So they had no idea this was even happening. Yeah. Uh, Ted himself even said, um, from the Ted Bundy tapes, Mm -hmm. uh, Okay, so this is what I was talking about before, where he talks in the third person. Yeah. So in here, when he says individual, he's talking in the third person. Talking about himself. Right. Right. So he says, Defects in our system of law enforcement permit the individual to get away from it. So he fucking knew it. He knew that he was yeah. gonna... He knew what he was doing. Yeah. Um, so, in August of 1975, police officer Bob Hayward was doing his regular old duties in Salt Lake City, Utah, mm-hmm. when he noticed a tan VW bug driving with its lights off. Oh. So he was, like, weird. So he pulled over, like, he tried to go, like, pull him over. Yeah. And he ran. Like, the guy ran. Huh. So finally he was able to get him and he arrested him yeah. for failing to stop for a police officer. Yeah. And uh I'm gonna go ahead and give you a wild guess at who that could yeah. be. <laughs> uh you know, Ted, shining star Ted of Mr. Ted Bundy. <laughs> uh yeah. So he pulled over and arrested Ted Bundy. Um this was important for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um Ted had asked for a lawyer. And Bruce Lubeck and John O'Connell were the two lawyers that were, like, handling his case. So Lubeck said that he thought that it was just going to be a normal case, uh, like, a minor misdemeanor. Because he he was a college student, he um, actually dated Lubeck's secretary. And the secretary described him as being, like, totally cool and fine. And he describes him as being one of us, because he was in law school. Mm-hmm. So everybody, like, kinda knew yeah. who he, Not everybody knew who he was, but, like, kinda knew who yeah. he was. However, this did not end up being the simple case they thought it was gonna be. Of course. So, they obviously, like, searched Ted's car, because they were like, why are you being sketchy? Yeah. And inside they found, like, a brown bag, and inside the bag was the following items. Good, I'm excited. <laughs> he found a ski mask, mm-hmm. an ice pick... Okay. Handcuffs.
0: Mm-hmm. Gloves. Okay.
1: Torn sheets and pantyhose. Okay. A crowbar. Okay. So, typical I am going to fucking kill a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Things not to buy at the grocery store <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's correct. So, <laughs> right. that's funny. So, uh, obviously, they found this stuff sketchy. Mm hmm. And Ted matched the description of the person who Carol Durange described. Oh. Yeah. So they asked Carol to go in and ID him. Right. As, like, a lineup. And this is when things got super weird and how they kind of knew Ted was, like, the up one. to something. Because before the lineup, he cut his hair. How did they let him do that? Sorry, I knew you were going to say that. Because had- they didn't have him in custody. They just asked him to come in. Uh. Yeah. So, like, they- he cut his hair. You're gonna say, had they let him do that in a lot of these things. Because also, in most of, like, the videos of Ted, he's in normal clothes. Yeah. Not, like... Like, even when he's in, like, prison, he's in normal clothes. The 70s, am I right? Um, That's weird. But, he cut his hair, and he changed his part to one side and the other. And, like, it does... You don't think that it makes a difference, but he looked completely different. Mm -hmm. Um, and this was a bad thing for the police, because the police had gotten a bunch of people in for the lineup who had looked like oh, him before God. he cut his hair. Somebody came in, and he cut his hair, and he looked different. They had to get a whole yeah. different people, and the only people that were available were cops. Right. Because they worked there. Yeah. And then Ted was like, well, they were setting me up. They had all cops on the lineup with me, so they knew they were setting me up. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's smart. So, uh... Even though he tried to pull this shit, mm-hmm. Carol was like, no, that's the guy. Really? Yeah, picked him out right Bad away. Bitch. Um, he was charged with the kidnapping of Carol Durant. Um, once this happened and the newspapers got a hold of it, they kind of started to, like, connect things right. a little bit. So, uh, Utah was like, okay, maybe this is the same guy from Washington. Right. Um, because in Washington they had a guy named Ted, yeah. And now in Utah they had a guy right. who kidnapped Carol Name and Ted. most likely killed Deborah, right? Also, named Ted. Yeah. So Ted was becoming a member of the Latter Day Saints, like oh, while he was nice. in uh, law school. Uh-huh. And once they found out about like everything, they were like beyond shocked. Like oh, really shocked, shocked. Huh. Um, and like when I say shocked, I mean like shocked. Yeah. They vouched for him, like. Through thick and thin. They were like, hmm. no, like that, he's not capable of something like that. He did not do this. Like, nope, not happening. This hmm. was not your not wrong wrong bitch. Like not your guy. <laughs> not me, wrong bitch. Wrong bitch. <laughs> <laughs> not your guy. Um and I am gonna just say and assume that this is because he was like a college student, good looking, what? smart, and like so charismatic. So charismatic. Mm-hmm. The way that he acts and moves and, like, is just so, like, you could fall in love with this guy, really? even though he murdered, like, all That's these
0: people. why they chose Zach Efron. Literally, yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> and Zach Efron plays a fucking yeah. damn good yeah. Ted Bundy. And you will literally see videos of, like, you're gonna see videos of Ted Bundy. I'll show you. I wanna see, yeah. And. When If you know the Zac Efron thing, you're going to be like, oh, he did a really good job. That's because, the only thing that's yeah. playing in my head yeah. is the movie. Because the scenes that, like, happened, that Zac Efron did, uh, really happened in real life. Yeah. So, like, it, it, they, there's video of it. Yeah. So, I'm going to stop there. Heck yeah, we are going to right part down. two.
0: I'm, two so I'm so excited.
1: I'm so excited. Part two is going to be probably a little bit longer, because there's a lot more, like, that's fine. stuff. But yeah. Uh, I feel like that's a good place to stop. Yeah. So we've got Ted yes. in custody for kidnapping Carol.
0: Right. I'm very excited. We're not going to leave you guys hanging on the part two either. We'll do no. it like...
1: Yeah, I figure if this goes up on Tuesday, Bear Friday, yeah. I'll put up part yeah. two. Oh, maybe we get cool enough we can do like two uh, two episodes a week. Oh god, yeah. That's a lot of work.
0: That it, not really though. But I wanted to start editing myself too. Okay. I wanted to try it out because I... Very excited. I'm Go ahead. Very I can
1: send you an episode that I don't have edited that you can try and edit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one that like we'll just save another copy. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about this one. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Yes. Tune in next week to hear our second, our part two. Part
1: two. Just
0: super excited. Yeah. Um. Yeah. About yeah. the beautiful Ted Bundy, apparently.
1: Oh, God, yeah. Charming fucking prick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he really is such yeah. a charming piece of shit. He's
0: a smart man, too. It's you crazy. Can tell. Yeah. It's
1: disgusting,
0: honestly.
1: Yeah,
0: it's weird. Don't like him, but yeah, it's me fine. Me Whatever. Leave us a review. Please. On Apple Podcasts, let us know that you're liking it. Yeah. Hit us up on Instagram.
1: Um, DM us.
0: DM us. We do have a <laughs> lot of people in our DMs, except only people we like. You know, if we don't like yeah,
1: you anymore, don't, yeah. 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 Don't fuck with Sorry. us. Sorry. Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> e- <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. You cut that out, but it's fine. Oh, I'm not cutting it out. And I hope, I hope to God he fucking listens to this and he hears the fucking anger in my voice because I wouldn't even give him time of fucking day when he tried to call me and bullshit me like that. Uh-uh. Wrong fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh, God, I got
0: it. I love shaking in her, for the Alright, well, uh, on that note, peace out, everybody. (laughs) Love you lots.